안녕하세요, 여러분. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Motivate Korean podcast. My name is Ian, and I'll be your host today. So, first of all, uh, before we really get started, I want to uh, get everything you know going with a thank you to everybody. Um, even though this is an English language podcast about learning Korean, we've got people listening on every continent except Antarctica. Uh, in countries I wasn't really expecting uh, to be listening into an English language podcast about learning Korean, people in Iran, Kenya, Mongolia, that is, uh, that's really awesome. And I'm so excited to be able to, you know, take part in, in kind of building a community like this with all you guys. So, um, however, if anybody has a friend in Tuvalu, uh, or maybe, I don't know, Palau, uh, please reach out and let them know about our show, uh, the Pacific doesn't really have any representation in our listenership, and I feel like they should really have a seat at the table. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, thanks. So I want to try something different today. Uh, I just want to kind of riff. I just want to talk off the top of my head uh, about something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Usually I have a prepared script, you know, kind of like a blog post I've written to be read. Uh, as a podcast, or I set up some sort of cool conversation with a member of our team, or, you know, just one of the the characters in this universe that we're building. But uh, today, I really want to focus on uh, something I've been talking about with my clients a lot lately, which is goal setting. So I'm going to try to target this talk a little bit more at intermediate level learners, but this is definitely relevant for beginners too. I just think the examples I'm going to use are going to focus more on intermediate learners this time around. So just be warned of that. So goal setting. So goal setting is something that we all do, right? This is something that we all do in pretty much everything that we undertake. Financial goals, academic goals, professional goals, even relationship goals. Um, but in my opinion and in my experience, it's something we do quite poorly. Or, well, to be honest, it's just something we do wrong. <laughs> so there's this interesting system for goal measurement uh, or for goal making, really, called the SMART system, S-M-A-R-T. So the uh, this is an acronym. It represents specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound goals. So this is a way to make realistic goals that are constructive. Here's my hot take. For language learning at the intermediate stage, uh, I think that we should just throw this away. I want to just sidestep this idea entirely uh, as, a, as a concrete concept uh, for a few reasons. But the basic reason, the, the real simple like kind of core reason to this whole thing is that it gets harder and harder to measure yourself as you get further from the starting point with learning a language. Like at a certain point, you can't really check off grammar forms from a list anymore. And unless from the day you started learning a language, you have been extremely, you know, kumkumada, uh, diligent and organized with keeping track of every single word you've learned and every phrase and every hatas hongol and everything that you've come across and kept it in some kind of like anki deck or memorized deck or something. Going back and retroactively like finding all of those words and making sure you've really kept track of all of that and filling in the blanks and stuff is is just it's just impossible so since we've thrown away the m from smart and we're probably going to end up throwing away a couple of the other letters let's just sidestep that idea for for now 
So I'm sure some of you are probably shouting back at me right now, Ian, this is why we have tests. This is why we test people. And this is where standardized test comes in and blah, 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 blah. And my response to you is, oh, so I see you did not listen to our last episode. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But we have talked about why tests are kind of dumb a few times on this podcast. And I'm sure that Jeremy's probably talked about that on the YouTube channel as well, or in some interviews he's done. I know I talk about that with my students pretty frequently, but I think that uh, there's a consensus among a lot of people that speak a foreign language well, that a test is more oftentimes a measure of your test taking ability and not really any measurement of your actual, you know, functional real skill. So when it comes to goal setting, where do tests fit in and why did I mention the SMART system? Well, tests fit in because they're a great example of a bad goal. They're rigid, they're objective, they're largely irrelevant to your day-to-day -day life and the Korean that you're using most of the time. And ultimately, they're really more proof to other people how well you speak the language than proof to yourself. I feel like there's something in our kind of subconscious mind that enjoys objectively measurable things, you know, like binary things that are easy to say it's one or the other. It's a one or a zero, you know. So when we set objective goals for ourselves in which we need to hit a certain mark to be happy, I think we're setting that little voice in our subconscious mind up for a chance to just like slam dunk on us. So let me give you an example here. Let's say you want to get a 94 out of 100 on a test and you work hard, you take the test and you end up with a 93. Now, that's realistically and functionally just as good as a 94. It's an A. It's a good measurement of your knowledge uh, of the stuff that goes on the test. And, you know, by all means, you could say you have passed the test. So when it comes to proving to yourself that you can do this, it's really easy to label a 93 as a success. But numbers don't lie, right? And 93 is less than 94. So you didn't make it. Do you see why that's not really a great goal? Like, let's just look at the math here. There are 101 possible scores, 0 to 100. And you've set a goal of 94, which means that from 94 to 100, so that's seven different outcomes, those can be labeled as successes. But that means, funny enough, that 94 other possible outcomes are failure cases. Not good enough. You don't have to do this to yourselves. My friends, <laughs> I've chosen not to throughout my entire Korean language learning journey. And look where it's gotten me. So what's a good goal? Well, let's talk about the framework that I try to use with my clients when working on language coaching. So I use this kind of weird phrase that I made up myself called ambiguous but targeted to define a good goal. So you, you need to have a direction and a fairly specific one, but the measurement methods and the kind of boundaries for what counts as, you know, for what counts, I guess, can be extremely undefined. Okay, we can almost call it boundless, I think. So that's a lot of really big words and conceptual stuff and kind of mumbo jumbo sounding sort of thing. So let me give you all an example to kind of ground this in reality. So about two years ago, um, I set a one year goal for myself to be funny in Korean. So 
I've usually been in my life like one of the funny ones in any group of friends throughout my life. I'm usually, you know, kind of the, the goofy guy. I like to make jokes. I'm sure you can tell. But in Korean, you know, living here in Korea, I felt like I was a good communicator, but my communication was lacking the personality that I have in English, which I think means that it was kind of impersonal in a lot of ways. So one of the goals that was kind of, I guess, hidden within this I want to be funny thing was that I wanted to be able to show my Korean friends and the people, the Korean people in my life, uh, more of who I actually was behind this kind of mask of being a non-native speaker. So this, in my opinion, is a perfect goal to set for yourself. So good job, Ian. I will uh, high five myself later. But this is exactly the kind of goal that you should be setting for yourself. And I didn't realize this till after it happened. It kind of just organically came to me as this is the next thing I want to do. But why this is a great goal is because it is subjectively measurable. You know, are people laughing or more simply, do I feel funny? Uh, it's targeted and it's ambiguous. What even is funny, you know? So at the end of the day, it gives me the power to say, okay, I am funny now at the point of feeling better. And I'm not leaving it up to any numbers to tell me whether or not I've made it. This really, I feel, set me up for a healthy and a collaborative relationship with the goal itself and not like an adversarial one, like I've got to win. So one explanation for why this might work is because I'm not a very competitive person. I've come to learn. <laughs> I don't really... Uh, like to fight or or win I'm more of a team player in a lot of things that I do and so building this sort of collaborative relationship with this goal this sort of you know almost a dialogue with the goal uh, really made it more fun for me and uh, didn't feel like something that was hanging over my head it felt more like a like a compass in a way and of course setting this ambiguous goal led me to do a bunch of things outside of the goal itself, right? I was making more friends. I was watching more TV. I was being more mindful of the mannerisms that people that are funny in Korean do with their voice and their body. And so setting this ambiguous goal kind of made everything included in the relevant category. You know, if I'm just studying medical Korean, I'm not going to pay any attention to business Korean or cafe Korean or, you know, talking with your significant other Korean because that is not relevant to my goal. But funny, well, that's everything, you know, and it made me much more open to listening to and talking about stuff that I wasn't particularly interested in because the point was to connect with people, you know, so uh, some other great goals that I've seen or heard throughout the years. Uh, I'll give you a couple examples. Uh, one was I want to blend in when I'm playing video games online. So I don't want people to be too tipped off that I'm a non-native speaker when using voice chat on uh, online games. Another one is I want to stand up for myself at work. So I want to stop getting steamrolled by native speakers in discussions or disagreements. And uh, let's see. Another one was, oh, I want to I want to get through a date in my target language. So these are sort of multidisciplinary goals if you really pick them apart. And uh, I think they're excellent ways to improve multiple areas of your language ability at once because you're kind of distracting yourself from the learning part because you're working on something else. Can you see how these are the kinds of things you can measure yourself? 
So when you tell yourself, I did it in this in this kind of situation, you're not fighting with hard facts or numbers or anything that tells you that you didn't quite make it. I think setting goals this way really sets you up for success, which is like the best gift you can give yourself of all. That being said, uh, I think this really is a discussion to be had. So how about you send me your thoughts if you're listening to this and you have anything you'd like to add to this conversation or any experiences that you've had uh, and we can continue this chat uh, next time or at least I've got actually something I want to talk about next week but uh, we can continue this chat in another episode once I've gotten some feedback from some of you guys just let me know what you think so go ahead and email me at podcast at motivatekorean.com and I will do my best to either get back to you or to at least answer you on the show itself in a future episode Outside of emailing us, uh, you can check out our Korean language courses at MotivateKorean.com. Uh, you can also check out the YouTube channel where this all started uh, called Motivate Korean. If you're not already a subscriber, there you can hear more of Jeremy's thoughts and insights about the Korean language. And you can also find us on Instagram at MotivateKorean. So it was really great talking with you all. Uh, this, this new format was pretty fun. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you. I'll see you next week. Bye.